Hello everybody out there in Clicksland and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host Adam and we are in episode 115. This is going to be our part 2 of the Empire uh, set review. We are doing the rares, the super rares, and the chases. Kane, unfortunately, is going to be taking a little hiatus from us that he mentioned. Uh, he's a couple of weeks off, but he will be back with us soon. So you're just going to have to listen to me and Dan and then whoever I feel like getting on the channel. Uh, but Dan oh. is on the other side of the podcast. Dan, how are you doing? If you can hear all the noise, my son is playing with his brand new toys from Christmas, so I apologize in advance because all I hear is this car racing really fast above me right now. But anyway, Dan, how are you doing try, today? I will try to be more lively because I'm a little exhausted, but that is just because at work I am, uh, I, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, I, I help. I, I, I help manage an office for a ship or a scaffold company, and uh, everybody took their vacation this week. So our salesman and our ops manager is off. So I am pretty much just flying the ship solo with the project manager. So I am I'm doing a lot and I'm enjoying it, but um, <laughs> the wear and tear shows quickly. I got home today and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I sat down and I'm like, oh, I could just take a nap. That was me yesterday. Uh, I haven't been feeling the greatest, but I'm also not feeling the worst. I've just got a little stomach ache. Like, it's not a bug. It's just a little, like, airplane sickness, if you want to call it. And uh, Mm -hmm. I went to bed super early last night. I think I went to bed at 7 o'clock, and I just needed a good night's sleep. I'm going to do the same thing tonight. Luckily, the wife is going to take the kids to work tomorrow, or to um, daycare tomorrow when she goes to work. So I'm just taking, like... Nighttime cold medicine and passing the f out because I have a wedding I have to film on uh, New Year's Eve. Yes, you want to be uh, rested and ready to go for that because being on your feet for however long that's going to be New yeah. Year's Eve. I, I can't imagine what that's going to be like for you. But what's nice is that we were supposed to go to the Tundra Lodge for Thursday and Friday, but my wife was a little wary because COVID numbers are going up right now. We had a big surge at our school. She's got. Like, I think 100 patients at the hospital she works at. So she's just kind of worried about COVID and stuff like that. So she's not going to be joining me anymore. So I'm just going to go up Thursday night when she gets home from work. Uh, So I'll have a couple hours to myself in the hotel room just to relax and sleep in the next day or for the next day, too. So a little mini vacation for myself. Um I am also going to be putting this episode up on YouTube for anyone that wants to be looking at it because I got my pretty face on the camera, as you can see, and I've got HC Realms up, so we're going to go over these figures. So let's dive into... Uh, we kind of went through our week already. We don't You don't have to hear about us anymore. So let's get a little bit into um, the review. I don't have any uh soundbite to get us into that, so we're just going to get going right away. So We did get, we did get news, though. What was your news? Hang on. If we got news, I got to play the news. So let's get into some news. All right, Dan, what was the news? Um, War of the Realms got an official date. I believe it is February 16th, 2022, if I'm not mistaken. So that is official. Yeah. And I think... um, what if or not what if uh the marvel disney plus is may if i'm not mistaken is that where that is where it sits right now 
Okay, so that will probably be the set for Origins if they have it this year, or if they go to Origins this year. Um, I also have some news, Dan. Uh, our store email or messaged me today, and they got the Fantastic Four OP kit in. So nice. There's going to be your surfer. Cool. Um, what else? There's some other news that I was going to mention too, but it's oh my god, it's escaping me right now. And it was there. There was some more of the. There was a lot of the other stuff revealed for the uh, the Fantastic Four with all like the team up cards and yeah. the legacy cards that were coming out for it. Saw that. But don't know much else besides that. Some of the team of cards are cool, but not, yeah. not much else besides that. Um, I did get my two and a half cases of Empire, most I ever got. Uh, I got all the super rares except for Ultron. I pulled two and a, so This is the crazy thing. I opened two and a half cases. I did not pull an Ultron or a rare Black Panther. Interesting. Wait, so you did, did, did you... You pull Prime, like Pimtron, then? No, but I did make a trade for him. Oh, okay. Um, I traded someone the Hulk chase that I pulled and a Scott Porter Pog and the Captain America legacy card for Pim Pimtron. Okay, because, yeah, I, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of Ultrons, honestly. Yeah, I haven't either. T- two and a half cases, not one Ultron or a rare Panther, and I know that's the A side of the uh, yeah. rare, but it's just I can't believe I didn't pull a rare uh Black Panther. I did pull like two every rare though, so I guess I know the distri- distribution on the counterparts of the primes are a little bit lower, but you'd think I'd pull a prime or a, a rare by that time. But yeah, so the only ones I'm missing right now is Gamora Prime, Ultron Prime, uh, God Thor, um, Venom Magneto, Wolverine Magneto, Wolverine Magneto. Wow, Wolverine Venom and beast i have everything else and hulk now because i traded him away but uh oh and thanos wow i'm missing a lot actually but tyler's actually going to get me a thanos for a trade i did for him a long time ago um in my world's booster i did pull demon in armor and he is big holy cow if you have pulled a demon in armor you know he's in your booster he is thick i mean it's like uh if you pull an infamous iron man he's pretty large too that cape is uh chunky <clears throat> but all right, enough talk. Let's get into the review. So we did our comments and uncommons last week. Uh, let's go over some of the quick ones. And some of these we can go by through pretty quick. So uh, 035 Taskmaster, uh, he starts mm-hmm. off with 75 points, Hydra team player, running shot, 11 naked attack, 18 ESD, 3 damage leadership. He's a captain. He's got one trait, just like how I showed you, free, choose a friendly sidekick and a displayed standard defense power that an opposing character adjacent to that sidekick can use. The chosen sidekick can use that power until your next turn. This guy sucks. Yeah, the uh, the one from the uh, the minigame is much better, actually. Yeah, this guy is horrible. Even at his lower dial, He uh, there's nothing Taskmaster about him. No, it's really strange. It's like... If it would have been like him and the sidekick could copy that power, I'd yes. be like, okay, that's that's a little more doable. But or just yeah. like pick a power because that's what he does is the photogenic reflexes or whatever it's called. Like yeah, he, like it should just be choose a standard power that a sidekick uh, is adjacent to opposing fairy and him and they can use it. It's just I don't get this because none of the keywords with him have any sidekicks. As of yeah, at least that at least not yet. 
obviously. I mean, there's potential, but no, not right now. He's pretty much just going to be doing his own thing. Um, this is a perfect example of very cool sculpt, very bad yeah. dial. <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of want to pop the old one off the um, Black Panther, the super rare, and put this sculpt on that one because the sculpt yeah. is gorgeous, just the dial is horrible. Yeah. Um, next one is Princess Vranky. I think that's how you say it. Uh, we got 45 points. She's a scroll and team player. She's got 8 stealth, 10 psych blast, 17 mastermind with a 2 damage power that says leadership. When Princess Vranky uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate a scroll spy. And then she's got a trait. Choose a friendly character and a copyable team ability that an opposing character can use. The chosen psychic can use the chosen power until your next turn. Not bad. But- no, so she's like she's there because she can generate sidekicks, which is cool with leadership. And I mean, ten for two psychic blasts isn't bad, but she's not amazing. So, no. but she's not. I don't think she's horrible. She, you know, she's a, she's actually better than Taskmaster, at least for me. Like. <laughs> yeah, and she's way cheaper. <clears throat> uh, next one we have Requiem, which is the A version. Uh, Seventy points, no team abilities, ten charge, eleven blades, eighteen. 18- Toughness with three damage outwit. Here's a trait. When Requiem KOs an opposing character for the rest of the game, she can use Steel Energy and the Cosmic Energy team ability. And then she does have a stop click on her last click, which is stop. When this click is first revealed, remove all action tokens from Requiem. So, not bad. I mean, it's basically your typical charge blades figure. The outwit's nice. And the fact that when she kills kills somebody, she gets Steel Energy and Cosmic team energy. No, so it's not bad, but yeah, she really needs to be... She needs to hit first and kill, because otherwise, like, you really need to take advantage of that trait. Otherwise, she's... She's a secondary attacker, because there's not many figures out there that you can one-shot. Yes, you have the chance of rolling a six for blades, but yeah. there's such long dials out there that it's really going to be hard for her to just one-shot people. Yeah, well, I guess, like, well, that's a very, like, it's very situational, but she doesn't get, like, anything good, like... She- even like at the end, if she can maybe use poison, because it's just she just has to KO something. She doesn't have to like kill yeah. it with an attack. But yeah, it's very like she's very situational. But yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be. She wouldn't be my first choice for an attacker. Yeah. Next one we have Gamora, which is the Prime version. So she has the Guardians of the Galaxy team ability. She's a hundred points, ten running shot, eleven second blast, eighteen senses with three damage prob. She's got a trait at the beginning of your turn. If a friendly character was not targeted without wit since your last turn, heal Gamora one click. When a friendly character is targeted without wit, gain a mission point. So she's a mission point person. And then she ends with a stop click, which says when this click is first revealed, after resolutions, give all opposing characters within six squares an action token. So she's a little bit better. She's got um, some charge, <laughs> charge energy explosion in the middle, which is kind of a waste, but then she does have some charge or um, flurry blades towards the end of her dial. At least she has a 12 attack on those clicks, so yeah, like the energy explosion is whatever, but at least she's 12 for 3 with the charge, so. But pretty pricey with what you're getting, I think. Her her stop is actually pretty good, at least I like it for what it does, like just giving action tokens for 6 squares, you don't have to be, you don't have to have line of fire or anything, so... That's annoying, to say the least, because it makes it potentially really hard to two-tap her if you just token up the rest of your force, then you can't actually take the second action to kill her. Yeah. No, and her healing, her healing is potentially every turn if your force or opposing force doesn't have outwit. Yeah, that's true. So it's she's interesting, but she is very pricey. 
Yeah. Uh, next we have Kitty Pride, 35 points, X Men and Shield TA, 10 movement with a special power, phase teleport when Kitty Pride uses it, and after result and after resolutions, give an action token to each opposing character with the armor, robot, or vehicle keyword that she moved through during the action. She has blades, 10 blades, 18 combat reflexes with nothing on damage, but her trait is when Kitty Pride uses phase teleport until your next turn, she takes a minimum of one damage from attack. So that's nice because now that everyone has Indomitable, that's going to happen at least twice. So she's a nice tie-up piece to get people to either dink you or try to break away. But she, I think she'll be really good on like a swap for obviously X-Men. Yeah, I don't think she swaps yep. anything else. No, that's it. So, so she's going to be good there. Um, just because she, the, the trait and then the, uh, the potential for if you come across a robot team or armor or vehicle, I guess, I don't see many vehicles, but armor or robot, I could certainly see with like the doom teams or, or just robots. Um, so that's a potential. She's 35 points. So she's really cheap at least for that. Yeah, that was the news that I wanted to mention everybody because she's armor. So if you guys don't remember, me and PJ made a bet a couple weeks ago. That's the more news we didn't talk about was Errata's. Um, but um, actually, let's get that over with right now. Let me get Errata's up here real quick. But while I'm doing that... <clears throat> there was like the one big one, and yes. that was it. So um, Me and PJ Bolin made a bet a couple weeks ago about Venom Rogue and how he thought they weren't going to change her power where he was just uh, choose a power of an adjacent character. And I told him it's going to be errated to standard power. He said no, and lo and behold, they changed it to standard power. So uh, she can no longer take any power she wants. She can only take standard power. So the bet was for a bottle of liquor. Unfortunately, you can't mail liquor in the mail. So he was thinking, how am I going to get this to him? So instead, for his next big tournament, I am going to make his team for him. So I've got a couple of ideas. I don't know what it's going to be, but that's what we decided to do. Instead of the bottle of liquor, I will make his next team for the next big tournament that he is in. So let's real quickly go over. No one cares about Eternals because that set sucked. Uh, let's go over Venom Iceman real quick. So his um, errata was when Venom Iceman destroys the square blocking train. After resolutions, deal one damage to each opposing character adjacent to the square. So I think it just said when Iceman destroys. Yeah, the square. but the intent the intent was obviously him to yeah. do it. But yeah, and then we know about Venom Rogue. It is now a displayed standard power, not just a power. And then the Captain America Legacy card. It says the speed power shown on click three should be colored orange leap climb instead of a green charge. So that's it. So not, not too bad like for Rada's and mistakes for WizKids for this set. Rogue is still good. She's just not unbalanced as she would have probably been beforehand. Yeah. All right. So that's getting off track. Now let's go back. Let's go to Sunspot next. So Sunspot is either 100 points or he's 50 points. So I... I was initially not sold on this guy, and then I played him, and I actually like him a lot. I do like him with Scientist or AIM. <clears throat> yeah. So let's let's talk about him at 30, because a competitive, you're not going to play him at 100. Uh, actually, it's, actually, it's 50. 50. 50, sorry. So it's X-Men and Avengers. It's 7 running shot, 10 poison, 17 special power, which is energy shield. When a friendly character that's adjacent or has the AIM or Scientist keyword would take four or more damage. They take three instead. 
And then he has three damage outwit. He has leadership. When Sunspot uses it and succeeds, friendly characters that are adjacent or have the aim or scientist keyword gain safeguard outwit until your next turn. So I do like him on a scientist team. He is your leadership. Uh, there's plenty of scientists out there that can um, use him. It- and that's and that's all scientists because it, it, his the way his trigger works is it's you can either be adjacent or have the keywords. Yeah. So I mean, if you just have the scientist. You don't even have to be adjacent. He can be across the map and just... You're either... You have protected outwit once he succeeds leadership, or you just take three three or, or more than three damage, and suddenly you're taking three. Yep. So. No, I like this guy a lot, actually. Um, we've got Colossus. He's 125 points. He's X-Men. He's Mystics. He's got 8-speed with a special power, which is Passenger 2, Phase Teleport. When Colossus is giving a move action, after resolutions, he can make a close attack. Or use the X-Men ability as free. Not bad. 11 blades, 19 def- nineteen involved with a 4 damage probability control. He is a captain. He's got two traits at the beginning of the game. Choose another friendly character with a Jean Grey school for higher learning keyword. That chosen character is considered a sidekick this game. That can be pretty good depending on what they have for that. And then another trait, free. Choose a friendly character with a chosen sidekick. has mystics until the end of your next turn. Oh, you know who has that keyword, right? Is that Wolverine? Mimic Prime. Oh, there you go. I like that, actually. But unfortunately, he is way too many points to be even thought about competitive. Yeah, if he was like 100, he'd be fantastic. Like, I, I, And this, this is for modern consideration. Obviously, I think he's good for normal gameplay, but yes, for modern, he's very expensive for what he does. Yeah. But the full, the full speed uh, phasing and then being able to make a close attack, I mean, he's 11 for 4 with a 19... Still, I would say good, but yeah, obviously for modern, he's too expensive. Yeah. Um, I'll let you take Monica, because I know you like her a lot. I like Monica a lot. I think she'll see play at 50. So, this is Monica Rambeau. She has... uh, She's at 150 points or 50 points. Her 50-point line starts at click 5, which is 11 running shot, 11 psychic blast, 17 impervious, 3 damage leadership. Um, She has a trait and a special speed power. She has 7 range and triple target. Um, she has the Avengers and Cosmic Energy team ability, and she has Flight. Um, she has the Avengers, Cosmic, and Police keyword. I was a little bummed that she didn't have Scientist, because that would have been fantastic, but she doesn't really need Protected Outwit. But, um, uh, so her trait is Speed of Light. When Monica Rambo uses Phasing Teleport or Running Shot, after resolutions, roll a D6, 4 through 6, choose 1, action total plus 1, until the end of your turn, or you may place her in the square she occupied when given the action. So she can... If she has like her phasing power, you can phase up twelve, shoot something, as long as you've moved through them with her speed power, and then potentially yo-yo back, which is awesome. And her speed power is living energy, phasing teleport, and Monica uses it. After resolutions, she may make an attack, but only to target an opposing character she moved through this turn, regardless of adjacency, range, or line of fire. So she can't use her triple targets for that. Um, but you can still move through a couple people, and you can, you know. Um, have choices of things to hit, at least. So that's cool. And it's a close or range, because you just can make an attack, so you can choose whichever you feel like. Um, like, you know, if you're shooting an ESD piece, you're like, well, I'm just going to punch you instead, because she doesn't have close combat expert on some of her clicks, so you could be doing three or four damage, depending on, you know, what you want. So I like her. I think her 50-point line is where she'll see play. She has four clicks, but again, she's got really good mobility um, with that speed of light power. It is a 50-50, but 
and I don't know. I like it. I think it'd be good on Avengers. Yeah, she. I think she could see some play. She's your leadership, and she's got triple target. Psychic Blast, which is never uh, a bad thing. Uh, one thing I do want to say, I do have some sad news for all you sports fans out there. Um, I just found out that John Madden just passed away. Oh, boy. Um, if you watch football and you don't know who John Madden is, you don't watch football. Um, so that sucks. Um, he was 85 years old. I don't know what he died of, but I was just kind of looking at the uh, internet real quick because I got a notification. But unfortunately, John Madden has passed away at the age of 85. So there goes one of the, the good ones. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> but no, I like Monica. I think she can see some play. Um, Madam Hydra, you know, to be honest, she's not bad for 45 points. It's stealth. It's 11 poison. It's 18 combat reflexes. She's got leadership and outwit for her damage power. She has the follow-up trait. Uh, not horrible for 45 points, just bad keywords. She does have yeah. soldier. That's about it. And, and spy. Spy yeah. could maybe play, but that's about it, yeah. I mean, she's really cheap, and she's a lot of clicks for 45 points, and she doesn't really have bad powers, I would say, because she has three clicks of that set, and then she has three clicks of sidestep, psychic blast, mastermind, and outwit still. So, again, yeah, she just... Not awful, but just, yeah, not the greatest keywords to try to use. Yeah, I mean, she um, she's a 20 up close for 45 points, so it's not nothing to... Uh... Like, in Sealed, she could be amazing. So, but I yeah, think in for, Shield, for... she's an autoplay. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. We got Scarlet Witch, and I like this Scarlet Witch. So 50 points, Mystics Avengers, 10... Phasing, 10 TK, 18 ESD, 3 damage with a power that says Outwit and Probability Control. She sees through Hindering, and she has Rally 1. From the attack rolls, when an opposing character within a range of line of fire makes an attack, you may remove Scarlet Witch's Rally die and replace a die with the attack roll with it. So it changes things to 1, so she could potentially make people uh, crit miss. So I really do like her. She's simple. Uh, she's a good support piece for 50 points. Again, I think she'll see play just because of her keywords. So she has all the she has all the right ones. She has X Men, Brotherhood, and Avengers. So that is all three of the swap teams. Yep. So um, Deadpool, he's good, but really the only time you're playing him is on your sideline with monsters. I don't think you're ever having him on force. Uh, he's I mean, you, I guess you could if you were like running a cheat. Cause it, like forty points for your. He's got at least full dial leadership, and that you can do the Jeff thing where he just. Spits yep. out Jeff. Jeff goes and dies, and then now he's charged flurry, steel energy, and can heal past his starting line. So that's good, but yeah, I mean, I most of the play you'll see is when he comes in for a dead monster. Yeah, I mean, he's 40 points, he's team player, he's 10 charge, 10 blade, 17 toughness with 2 damage leadership. He has free once per game make Jeff, and he's got that sideline where if a figure of 75 points or less with the monster keyword is KO'd, bring him in. So I, I don't think you're ever playing him on Forrest. He's strictly a sideline figure. Um, next we have another one of the coolest sculpts in the game, the Rare Human Torch for 45 points. You got the Shield TA. You got 10 Running Shot, 10 Psychic Blast, 17 ESD with a 3 damage enhancement and leadership. And then he does have the follow-up, and he does move through characters. Man, so I thought this was Johnny at first, and I was nope. really excited. But Jimmy. then I'm like... But I'm not really mad. I'm like, ah, eh, Tamman, that's fine. Like he he hasn't been made that often, so it's fine. Yeah, so he could potentially make it onto like a robot team. 
Or Shield, potentially, I think. I think Shield has enough stuff going on right now that you might be able to make a team with that. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, but he's just okay. Uh, Venom Marvel Girl, again, uh, there's a 100-point version and a 60-point version. We're probably talking about the 60-point version more. Uh, I I played her, and I noticed she doesn't have flight, and that really oh. actually hurts her quite a bit. Yeah. I uh, was... I. I was really having issues with trying to position her. I do the symbiotic fusion trade is really, really good, but for what she does, she is just really expensive. So Yeah. Uh she's X Men, cosmic energy. She has a seven movement power that says mind control and sidestep. Mind control is free, but only to target opposing characters within four. And then she does have a ten attack power that's TK when Venom Girl use it after resolutions. Roll a D6, 3 through 4, heal the place character, 1 click, 5 through 6, make a close attack targeting an opposing character adjacent to the place character regardless of adjacency. And then she has 17 defend, which you're never using, and then 2 damage enhancement. She's okay, but unfortunately too pricey, and like you said, Dan, no flight. Yeah, I was I was like, oh, she doesn't have flight, I was really excited. I thought she, I just assumed she had flight, I'm like, it's Jean Grey. Yeah, <laughs> and, she's, and she's she's got like the phoenix motif going on. So I'm like, okay, oh, there's no flight. That's really weird. Uh, next one we have is Black Panther, the one that I did not pull. So 60 points starts off with 10 charge, 11 blades, 18 defense, which is super senses when Black Panther uses it and succeeds. After resolutions, deal an adjacent opposing character one penetrating damage, and then three damage leadership. And then she he <clears throat> excuse me he does have the recruiter mechanic which is power choose a character with the wakanda keyword in your ko area that hasn't been chosen or or generated by the recruiter effect if you do generate a character with the wakanda keyword from your sideline that has a lower point value than the chosen character this game the generated character can't be replaced on your opponent and your opponent scores them immediately instead of its ko uh it's okay i mean you're basically getting charge blades for 60 points and potentially doing a damage if you do break away. Um, I'm sorry, we'll um, make super senses. Um, yeah. The recruiter power could be cool, but I don't know if there's enough Wakanda out there. Uh, I mean, there's a decent amount of Wakanda. It's just the, it's just that you, you're you already choosing a character that's been KO'd to uh, bring in a... Um, so, you, you choose a character that's been KO'd, and then you can bring in a character from your sideline that's was it equal or less points? Uh, less than I. No, lower, lower points. Okay, so you have to choose something like decently expensive. I would think then, unless you just want to bring in something cheap. Um, but you they score it, and um, so that your opponent's getting free points. So unless there's like something really, I, I haven't found at least for Wakanda something amazing that you can bring in off the sideline like that in this situation that would really like be a like or game breaker that would really like change the outcome. Yeah. Um, next we got the counterpart T'Challa, 45 points. He's got 10 speed, which is charge flurry stealth, 11 blades, 18 combat reflexes and three damage leadership. But what makes him great is his trait, which is once per turn when an opposing character within range makes an attack after all rerolls and dice replacement, you may re you may roll a d6 and subtract half the result before finalizing the attack. So you have potentially the ability to give someone a minus three attack if you roll a five or six as their final result, which is very powerful. And it's and just it's a, within yeah, range. It's, it's, 
and it's at the end of everything. So, yes. I mean, no matter what, that's the last thing to happen. And it's just within range. There is no line of fire, and he does have a six range. So he is definitely playable um, as your prime. He's got Exile, Rulers, Wakandi, and a Warrior. But you could always Steve, Ro- Steve Rogers him and make him an Avengers. Yeah, and I mean, Ruler's still a good keyword, and he's your leadership, too. I mean, he's got full dial leadership, so that's, unless you're outwitting it, it's not going away. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, we have another Magneto here. Unfortunately, he's really not much to talk about. We've gotten much better Magneto. I like, this. I like him a lot at 40, though. It's okay. I mean, it's barrier, but with the, the swap one, you're getting at least two times the value. Because I understand, I understand the swap one, um, but it's not just the barrier. It's that he can also deal with barrier for free, too. And he's got uh, yeah, but you have to get the rally dice first. Yeah, but that's I'm just saying that's a passive thing that's probably going to happen. Yeah. So he has decent values, sidestep, ee, and barrier and flight. So I mean, I don't think he's bad at 40 points. It's just that. It would be he needs to be on a very specific team, but with the way swap teams work, like he probably won't be on a lot of them. But I just I don't think that forty point line is bad. It's not horrible. It's just unfortunately we have the other forty point Magneto that came out a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, last rare we have Roland, who I've play tested and I actually really like this guy. Uh, he is seventy five points X Men and Skrull. Six range, nine sidestep, eleven attack, eighteen toughness with three damage. Um, shape change. He is an ally. He has a sideline active, which is friendly sidekicks and captains modify attack by plus one when attacking one or more characters with the X Men keyword. X Men is kind of big right now, but then he does have power of the X Men. Free. Choose two of the following from the list. So you can choose phasing, running shot, charge, blades, psychic blast, energy explosion, energy deflection, super senses, or regen. Um, so yeah, you have loads of options with this guy. He's a Swiss Army knife. Uh, whenever you're trying to be defensive, you always pick ESD and super senses or regen. But he just has tons of options to choose from. Every time I've play tested him by myself, he's worked out very well, and I really like him. I mean, pick a power pieces are usually pretty good. So, and he's he's got good keywords. So, yep. all right, going on to the super rare. So we got Hulkling at first. Uh, you're never going to play him at 175. Uh, so we're going to go straight to his 60 point line. But he has Skrulls, Cosmic Energy. He's got 11 charge, 11 um, power, which is blades. When Hulkling uses it, and after resolutions, you may place an adjacent friendly character or a hit opposing character in a number of squares away from their current square or equal to half the D6 result. He has invuln. He has a three or 18 invuln. He has a three damage exploit. He's the captain. Oh, he has a lot of things. Uh, when establishing theme teams, characters on your starting force with the Cree keyword gain the Skrulls keyword and vice versa. Another trait, Leadership Mastermind. When he gets leadership, he can either take a, some, a token off of somebody or make a Skrull Spy or a Kree Soldier. And then free, choose a friendly sidekick and choose Blades, Claws, Fangs, or Exploit Weakness. The chosen sidekick can use a chosen standard power this turn. Uh, this guy is great for 60 points. Uh, a little squishy, obviously, because he's only four clicks deep. But you are getting a ton of stuff for this guy. I mean, he's he's got an, he's got an outwittable Mastermind. So Yep. He may be squishy, but he can just... Again, he can also make his own fodder. So you're just like, okay, yeah, you can take that hit for me. 
And he can give his fodder blades or exploit. Yep. So, yeah, I really like this guy a lot. Uh, Captain America, you probably only play him at his 40-point value, but he does have a 100 and a 75-point value. He's really good, though. I do like, like him. I, I, Yeah, you have, to, you have to keep him on the field for his trait, but he's still five clicks long. He's 11 for three with running shot, with six range, with two targets, and he's got traded leadership, so you're, you always have that. So he's your leadership, and he's decently long for 40 points. Yeah. And you can peg, and you can peggy him, so I don't really see a downside. Absolutely. He does have the swap mechanic, but he can only swap out four friendly characters, and he has to stay. And they also must be standard. Yes, with the Avengers keyword. Uh, Wolverine, 50 points, shield TA, 8 charge, 12 blades, 18 toughness, 3 exploit. He's got a, 3 traits. First one, at the beginning of the game, choose an opposing character as Wolverine's mark. When that, Whenever that character moves after resolutions, you may move Wolverine up to two squares. If Wolverine mark is KO'd, choose a different opposing character to be your new mark. Next trait, Wolverine can't be targeted until he has made an attack this game or is adjacent to the mark. Last trait, when Wolverine hits after resolutions, you may use regen as free. Uh, amazing for 50 points. Yeah, energy explosion, I'm pretty sure, gets around that trait. Uh, he can't be uh, targeted. It, he, yeah, can't, he can't become the target. Yeah, he can. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the way the energy explosion things is he becomes the target, so it bypasses that. But yeah, that because was, I guess it gets around shape change, so you would be correct. Yeah, it, it did the same thing with that old trait from Infinity with the cosmic entities or whatever, where they couldn't become the target. Energy yeah. explosion worked the same way. But yeah, I think he's good. Um, he's a figure you body block with, so you just carry up and keep him in front, and then people can't attack you because Wolverine's in front. It's like and an I, I mean, invisible shield. Yeah, that he's durable. Oh, and he can be Krakoa revival too on X Men teams. Yep. So. I mean, that's not bad, and he's got the healing, so, like, yeah, he all he has to do is hit, too. He doesn't have to do damage. Like, he can hit and just not do damage and still heal. Yep, yep. Um, all right, next one we have is Ultron, 140 points, Masters of Evil. Probably never playing this guy, but we'll go over him quick. 8 running shot, 12 energy explosion, 18 impervious, 4 damage, enhancement with 7 range, double target. Um, he has a five-point add-on where you can just bring in the Prime version. First trait, power, generate an Ultron drone bystander. If Ultron was damaged since your last turn, generate two instead. If there are no drones, bystanders on the map, this trait is active as free. Next trait, at the beginning of your turn, gain one mission point for each friendly character with Ultron in his name in your opponent's starting area. And then he does have a stop click, which is toughness. Um, yeah, he's okay, but you're not playing him at 140 points competitively. No, he's cool, but yeah, I, I don't see people playing him. But he's like he's cool. It's an it's another interesting version of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, we got Ultron Pym, eighty points, cosmic energy, ten stealth, twelve poison, eighteen impervious, four probability control, three traits. First one: when an opposing character that is part of a theme team uses probability control after resolutions, deal the character one unavoidable damage. We talked about this before. If you do do that, that does activate your opponent's retail, so that is kind of sucky, but it is what but it I is. Am, but I am calling this right now when most of the retails, or, well, I say if they do rotate during the next rotation in July, he will go up in uh, 
uh, usage because yep. of the fact that <clears> most there will, there will be much more limited retail that's left. Yeah. Um, next one, when Ultron Pym starts the game, your opponent generates three infinity markers in distinct squares in their starting area and three infinity markers into any distant squares on the map. Each infinity marker must be placed within three squares of, from all others. Power, remove an infinity marker from a square occupied by a friendly character with Ultron in its name and place it on this card. If you do, after resolutions, gain one mission point for each infinity marker on this card. So a little gimmicky, but you can rack up some mission points pretty quick with that one. Wow. Yeah, it's it's weird the way it works. You start how's it? So the first one is you gain one, and then the second one, like so, when you have it, it's depending on how many tokens or like what is it? Uh, yeah, how many infinity markers he has on the card. So. Um, because there's, what, nine infinity markers, right? So the first one, you gain one. The second one, you would gain two inf- two mission points. So that would be three. The third one, you would gain three. So you'd have six. It, it, like, it does a linear thing, and then you can get to, I think, 21, basically. Yep. Uh, last trait, Leadership Mastermind. When Ultron Pym uses Leadership and succeeds, in addition to normal effects, generate an Ultron drone of bystander. So that's nice that in... Addition to leadership, you just make an Ultron drone. Yeah, so then they can just—they're not autonomous, so you have—they have to go. They have to take an action to go out, but still, they can just move all the way to the marker, and then he can just power action and take it away. So, Ooh, I like this guy a lot. Um, next one we have Venom Iceman. You like the Venom people, Dan? Take it away. Yeah, I'll take this one. So he has—he comes in at sixty-five points. He has six range with two targets. He has the Defenders and the X-Men team ability. He has improved movement characters. He has two traits and a special attack power. His special attack power is on clicks 1 through 4. He's got the Symbiotic Fusion trait, which is Plasticity, Super Senses, and Venom Ice Man is within 4 squares in line of fire of an opposing character. He can't be targeted by range attacks. That's actually really good. I used that when I played him a few days ago. He's That's really, really good. Um, his second trait is Alien Ice Wall. Barrier. Barrier is free, but only to generate one marker. Opposing characters adjacent to one or more one or more Venom Iceman's barrier markers must roll for breakaway if they don't already. So that's just normal breakaway. He doesn't add like his plasticity to it or anything, but still barrier that you have to break away from is good, and then his um, attack power ties into that, which is Ice Ball Blast, Incapacitate, Knockback. When Venom Iceman destroys a square blocking terrain, after resolutions deal one damage to each opposing character adjacent to that square, which is cool. It gets around retail, and it's just... it's. Uh, Sort of like poison, but not. So it's it's cool. Um, he's not really meta, but oh, he also has the champions, codex, defenders, monster, X Factor, and X Men keywords. So he's cool to play, but I don't think he'll make a lot of teams because he's just he doesn't do enough for sixty five points. So nope, unfortunately not. Uh, next one we have is Kwai. I think it is. Um, I play tested this guy. I mean, you're not playing him for 200 points, but he is very interesting. So we'll go over him at 200 points. You're not playing him at 100 points either. But uh, so he has these 200 points, cosmic energy, no range. He has double target though. He has a 12 attack with the power that is charge, flurry, stealth. He's got 12 blades, 19 impervious, four damage, leadership. He has a trait. At the beginning of your turn, generate a Kotate a plant hindering terrain marker within six squares. Then count the number of Kotate plant markers and perform the list listed effect. If there's two or more, generate a Kotate warrior bystander, and they are 
9 sidestep, 9 attack, 17 toughness with 1 damage in power. If there are 4 terrain markers on the board, Kwai and Kate Warrior bystanders occupy or adjacent to one or more Kwai plant markers modify attack and defense by plus 1. If there are 6 or more, Kwai can use leadership this turn, but only if he occupies a marker. If there's 8 or more, deal 1 unavoidable damage to all opposing characters occupying or adjacent to one or more of the plant markers. So every turn you're making one. By turn three, you can make two of his bystanders. By turn four, and it doesn't say like once per turn or anything, so you can do multiple of these at a time. No, it's it's at the beginning of the turn. But I'm saying you could make a warrior and you could use regen. Well, yeah. Yeah, because they all happen at once, but they all happen... You just don't do one per turn. You can choose no, to do multiple if you have the markers. Exa- yeah, exactly. So you can do all of the effects as long as you have the corresponding amount of markers. Yeah. So he's not bad. He's fun to play with, but uh, he'll never play him competitively. Next one we have if, is Infamous Iron Man. We kind of talked about this guy before. 100 points, Mystics, and Minions of Doom. 8 range double target, 11 running shot, 11 energy explosion, 18 impervious. He ignores hindering and targeting for shooting purposes. He starts with one plot point. Uh, Uh, He also ignores characters, too. Sorry, characters. Uh, His KO effect is when uh, he is KO'd, opposing characters can use Outwit until the end of your turn. Um, His plus one is free Outwit until your next turn. When he uses it, he may instead target any number of characters he has hit this turn and may choose different powers for each. Excuse me. His negative one is... Make an attack with four targets. Each hit character is dealt a max of one damage. His negative two is have his speed. Phase teleport is free. After resolutions, he can use regen as free. And then his negative five is turn Infamous Iron Man to click one. This game, Infamous Iron Man can use cosmic energy. Can't be healed. May activate each of his other plot points once per turn for zero plot points. And when he is KO'd, you lose the game. So it's not bad. A little gimmicky. Um, I don't think uh, it's very playable. No, his uh, I played him. Um, I like I like him. I don't think he's meta. It's just he has some really interesting things he can do because of the whole like the improved targeting really helps like do that plus one where you can like I could I, I double target energy exploded like they couldn't body block him so I hit the back row and I hit like four people. And then I outwitted a bunch, so they literally just couldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool, but you need to protect him because his negative effect is painful. Yeah. So, but I don't think he's meta. He's just going to be something cool to play. Like, I'll play him. Um, but yeah, he he's interesting. If, if you can figure out how to make use of his plot points and stuff, he's decently durable and can has lasting lasting power, but you have to protect him. But yeah, I don't think he'll be meta. Uh, next we have is Kitty Pride. She is 50 points. She has X-Men and Guardian team ability, 6 range double target, 11 running shot, 11 energy explosion, 18 ESD, 3 damage leadership. She ignores characters and blocking for movement purposes. She has a rally, which is rally 5. Remove Kitty Pride's rally die. If you do this turn, when a friendly character begins a movement, move adjacent to her, they can use improved movement blocking for that movement. And then another trait, characters that start the game on your force that have the Guardians team ability have the X-Men team ability as well. She's not bad for 50 points. I've played, tested her a few times. She's a nice little running shot energy explosion person. 
Yeah, but that's yeah. She's not really meta or anything, but she's just cool to play. Yep. Next we have Super Scroll. You're not playing him at 75. You're going to play him at 50. <clears throat> he starts off with 10 running shot, 11 end cap, eight a 17 pervious with a three damage power, which is leadership and shape change. When he makes leadership, instead you can generate a scroll spy. He is a captain, which is uh, choose a friendly sidekick and a displayed standard attack power that an opposing character adjacent to the sidekick can use. The chosen sidekick can use that power this turn. He's okay. He's got Mastermind. I don't like the end cap at the beginning of him. And um, Does he have Mastermind? I don't think he has Mastermind. I'm sorry. He does not have Mastermind. No. I mean, he's cool. He does. It's. I like how he's <clears throat> uh, can work with Hulkling because Hulkling can give them exploit and then he can give them whatever other attack power. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, but, you know. Uh, next up, we have Marvell. Again, you're going to probably play him at his lower point, which is 75, but his higher is 125. But let's talk about a 75-point value. It's leadership and cosmic energy, 7 range, double target, 9 running shot, 11 second blast, 17 invuln, 3 damage, which is leadership. And when he succeeds, he can make a Kree soldier. He's a captain. Um Free, choose an opposing character within range. The chosen character can't use super senses or shape change when targeted by Captain Marvel and friendly psychics this turn. That's really good. And then another trait. The first time, Marvel will be KO'd. Instead, turn him to click 8 and then roll a D6 and heal him equal to half the result. If Marvel is 125, instead he will heal him the full result. So I think he's pretty good. I like the fact that he can just get rid of senses and shape change and the fact that he can just blow through impervious as well so no it's also, within, it's also within range so he doesn't need to actually see the target yep. it's just you're within seven of me you can't use shape chains or super senses next we have his prime counterpart which is 50 point shield six target or six range triple target 10 running shot 12 attack which is energy explosion psychic blast when captain marvel hits with a range attack give each hit character an action token it's also also in cap on top of being just also just it's a, it's a really good attack power yeah 18 invuln three damage leadership he has a trait when a friendly character within range of line of fire is targeted with an attack before the attack is made you may place captain marvel in a square adjacent to that character and he becomes the target of the attack instead so it's nice that he has 18 defenses across the board he's got some prob towards the end he's not he's really not bad for 50 points no i i think he'll definitely see play I don't. I don't think he's bad. Again, they've been really making good primes. Like I don't think I've really seen a bad prime in a while. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Mister Fantastic. Again, you're not paying seventy five points for him, but you will maybe pay thirty points for him. So he's thirty points. Fantastic four team ability, three range, single target, nine in a uh, nine sidestep, ten attack with a power that is quake dry reach three. 17 toughness, 3 damage outwit. He's got two traits. First is a rally 4. Plasticity, remove Fantastic or remove Mr. Fantastic's rally die and choose an opposing character within a range line of fire. If you do, until your next turn, the chosen character gains a mobile, uh, which isn't too bad. And then his other trait is when Mr. Fantastic is giving a move action, after resolution, remove all non-debris terrain markers within range. The only sucky part about that is it's only three range. Like, I like it, and I honestly would play it to deal with barrier pieces, but yep. it's just, or like, just barrier in general, but the three range really hurts him. 
Unfortunately, we have someone else out there for 30 points that does it way better than he does. Um, lastly, uh, we have Venom Rogue, who is not as crazy as we thought, but she is 75 points, X-Men and Brotherhood, 3-range double target, 12 charge, 12 attack, 18 invuln, 4 damage, exploit. She has a symbiotic fusion with his plasticity, super change, or super change, super senses. And when she's within four squares in line of fire of opposing character, she can't be targeted by ranged attacks. She has another trait. This is the one that we thought was great, but it's not as good as it was. When Venom Rogue hits, give a hit target character an absorption token. Free, choose a displayed standard power that an adjacent character or character with an absorption token can use. Venom Rogue can use the power until you choose again. And then she has Alien Earthquake, which is Quake, Steel Energy, but she heals one click for each opposing character's damage by the attack. When Venom Rogue attacks, she deals penetrating damage. So, I mean, you have penetrating damage her entire dial, though. Yep. And it's Quake, so it's two, at least, minimum, unless you're single targeting. And that means, so you, she hits three people, she's healing three clicks. Yep. Or, well, she, I said she damages three people. So, I mean, the, I still think she's good. Yeah, she's not bonkers, but... She's not what she could have been. Well, yeah, but the way she could have been would probably be a bit much. But yeah. um, And actually, I am going to call it tonight. I am running on fumes, as you can see from the video. So we will save the, the chases for next week. And I think there's enough um, to talk about a whole episode with these chases because they are really good. Plus, we have all the legacy cards. Uh, but before we end the show tonight, sorry that I'm cutting it short, but I just don't have the energy anymore tonight. <laughs> we will do it next time. But let's do our Clicksing It Crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. And it basically was, because it's still the holiday season, what is your favorite Christmas movie? So we had a couple people answer on our Facebook post. Let's see what we got here. So we've got Peter Marshville said, I have a hard time picking my favorite, but the one that gets me the most is A Christmas Story. While it was set in Indiana, portions of the filming were done in Cleveland, so that's my reason. Uh, Justin Hafford said, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's my favorite, so we'll just save the time right there. Austin Murray said, Polar Express or the Tim Allen Santa Claus movie. The Tim Allen Santa Claus movie is my wife's favorite. We watch it every year. Uh, Robert Torres Jr. said, Die Hard, which, yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie out there, people. And Dustin Kennedy also said Die Hard. So, Dan, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Mm, It's a toss-up between, like, mixed nuts and... (laughs) What?! (laughs) I've I never like heard that. of mixed nuts before. I, I actually, I actually like that movie. I thought it was funny. Um, and what was the other one? I, uh, there was another one. I can't remember it right now. So, uh, uh, I have never heard of mixed nuts before. Um, what is it? It's I can't remember what his name is right now in the movie. Um, oh, uh, Steve Martin. I'm dumb. Yeah, there we go. Okay, that's that sounds like a Steve Martin movie. Um, what? Just to drag this segment out a little bit longer, what Christmas movies did you watch this year? Uh, I, I don't think no, I haven't really watched any Christmas movies this year. Uh, really? I had a lot of I had a lot of other stuff going on, so I didn't really watch any Christmas movies. 
Um, let's see. What did I watch this year? Um, at school on the last day, we watched the Jim Carrey's uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's a classic. That's such a good one. Uh, we watched Deck the Halls with me and my wife, which is um, it's Danny DeVito and, oh, my God, what is his name? Matthew Broderick, Ferris Bueller. That was a good one. We did watch Santa Claus 2 just because um, – I've seen the original Santa Claus so many times. I convinced my wife to watch Santa Claus 2 instead. And I actually kind of like that one a little bit better. Uh, was that it? I think that was it. We tried to watch a couple with my son, like cartoon ones, but he never really got into them as much. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that was it. Get any cool presents, Dan? Uh, not yet, no. So we'll see, because I have my friend's Christmas that we're getting together. Uh, it's been kind of tough because we've all been on a weird, like, just we couldn't line up our schedules this year, so and it's the first time we've done this in two years because of COVID. So, but we'll we'll see. I've got I know my a couple of my friends are pretty excited about the gifts they got, so we shall see how it goes. I know I I tried to um, do some uh, fun gifts for my my friends. So nice. If anybody out there is looking to get me a Christmas gift, I am still still looking for the Magic Phoenix Force chase figure from wolverine and the x-men i cannot seem to find it anywhere dan got me colossus i want to say two or three years ago uh i always had namor because it was so funny me and my wife and tyler were on our way to a fantasy draft and this was when wolverine the x-men was still uh, the hot thing and we stopped somewhere before we went to the person's house for the draft i said kathy pick out one booster she picked it, I opened it, and in, the, in in there was Chase Namor. So that's how that started with me. Um, and then I somehow I bought Cyclops for like $25 two years ago. I just got Old Man Logan a few weeks ago, but I'm still missing magic. I still also have to collect all of these Superman team-up cards from Justice League. That's funny. That's going to take a... Well, they've probably gotten a lot cheaper now, so you probably won't have that big of an issue. They are. I think I have five or six. Um, not for playability, it's just they're Superman, so I have to collect them. Dan, yeah. what's a hero click out there that you would want that's maybe not too pricey that maybe someone out there might get you? Uh, don't say God Thor. Can't say God Thor yet. No, uh, the new um, team-up card for uh, X-23, I think, would be the thing. Which one is that? Uh, it's pretty cool. It's, um, hold on, I can read it out, because I, um, where's this one? Okay, so it is, I think this is, no, that's not the one. There we go. It is the X-23 team-up with Ghost Rider, Red Hulk, or Venom. If one or more listed character, or listed friendly characters are on the map, X-23 and the listed friendly characters have safeguard mystics, team ability, and can reduce penetrating damage dealt by opposing characters with the monster keyword. Huh. Now, how do you get these? Is that is this part they're of the, the Fantastic Four OP? Yeah, they okay. come in. They come in the in the in the play at home, or I think they also are participation prizes for the. Um, what do you call it? Uh, the storyline event. Okay. So they'll, gotcha. they'll be tossed out along with legacy cards during that event. So. Gotcha. So, yeah, we got those in the other day. So hopefully on the the 9th, I think it is, we can do something for that. 
Yeah, because those are, like, yeah, I think that's probably, they, they have a bunch of team-up cards. I think they introduced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight so far that I know of. Yep. I'm just looking at them right now, like the team-up Herald card. But, all right, well, that is going to be our podcast today. Again, sorry for cutting it short, but I just don't have the energy to go through the chases, and I know we're going to talk about those for a while. But I want to thank Dan for joining me again. Hopefully Kane will join us in a few weeks. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Everybody had um, great pulls from their empire. Make sure everybody is staying safe out there for New Year's. And as always, keep clicking it.